Hey everybody, welcome back to the Identical Draw Podcast. Here we are on the road like always, poor audio quality like we Man, usually strive for. You need to apologize to our consistent, if, if you're if you're listening to this. You need to get a life. And who? If you're listening to this, you need to get a life. Like no. If you, if you're a consistent listener, you need to say get that. Out. I was going to say you need to apologize to them because you are anything but consistent for our our uh, podcast guests. Apologize. People don't like to talk to us, I guess. But all right, we are we're driving through South Dakota right now, heading to Nebraska after what I would call a quickie. Dom, eight hour, eight hour antelope hunt. Yep. Um. Man, we'll get into that. But first, I really wanted to talk about the high-end bino we are using because this hunt we just finished up, the hunt we just started and finished up, we are running the Vortex Razor UHD 10x42s. And there is something about putting your eyes up on those things where it's like, wow, that is quality using, What I was glass. using it for uh, this morning, we were making a less than ideal move on these bucks and uh we had to work into the sun yep and that was not ideal and but i found myself while my eyes hurt looking at the horizon i could pull up my binos Mm -hmm. and they would allow me to still look Mm -hmm. like where my eyes didn't want to outside Mm -hmm. of the bino the thing i noticed this morning was the low light capabilities before my naked eye could see stuff, I'd put the bino up and I could like, mm-hmm. we spotted goats in the dark today Yeah, with those suckers. Man, yeah, so if you need just like, if you want to just go all in, like, man, people are like, what what should you spend money on? And there's like three things that I like to spend money on, like, like real money. And that's binos. Like binos, man, what else is on the list? Really good hunting gear. Like, like camo camo yeah yep i always i always tell people to really drop some money on boots as well but anywho um yeah these these uh these razors are are incredible so if you are looking to make that leap head over to vortex optics and see what they got we use the razor uhd 10 by 42s and man they're spotting goats at at miles so all right let's get into the podcast So, man, our, our last podcast was a fun one about Nebraska mule deer. Oh yeah, and uh, that's where we're headed now. Mm-hmm. But we have had a whirlwind. Yeah, the last uh, twenty six hours. Yeah. So <clears throat> yesterday we left Lincoln. Well, we should back up. We weren't going to hunt antelope this year. No, we decided this two weeks ago. We. Uh, we simply got the itch. We got. We just wanted to. We just wanted to be out there. So we were like, well, "What can we buy? What's open?" And we were like, "Let's go back up to South Dakota and fling some arrows at them." And that's exactly what we did. So we left yesterday. Three p.m. Yep. We arrived at our destination in the middle of the night, 
and we pulled over on some BLM, crashed for the night in the truck. We crashed for about how long, Tom? Three I hours. Mean, I had maybe like two, like hour and a half stints. Yeah, it was not not ideal. Uh, yeah, my body didn't want to sleep. We kind of were like, we only have three hours of sleep anyways. Let's just why set up camp. Yeah. So hadn't even set up camp. We woke up 4 a.m. because this place we wanted to go, we wanted to get there early. So that's exactly what we did. Um, got there real early and started finding lopes. You know, what we were going off of it was our, our data from two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a bit different. But, like, all in all, like, it was a good call. Mm-hmm. You know, like, crops were use, different. Use the information you have. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just, like, yep. start at square one every time you go out yep. somewhere. So we went to this spot, and right away... I think we I think we noticed pretty quickly that like in this spot specifically the uh, the de- or the antelope numbers were definitely a little lower this year. But I mean, it didn't take long, and we spotted up a buck and some does. And Tom's tag is a buck only tag. I think it was because that uh, the crops. It, yeah, just the crops were in still. We were walking through. We were walking through some corn, and Milo. Yep. We're pretty like pretty positive. That's what those things were which is different than the last time um it's weird because their corn here is like three to four foot tall at, yeah. at, at its highest point mm-hmm. but like in the midwest it's like eight foot tall and browning yeah. so right so yeah we uh immediately were like okay found some antelope and we were just like let's just cut the distance let's just get closer i mean they were 800 yards like were they a half mile or not that oh, far yeah definitely you think so yeah so we actually only saw some does and we were like, let's just start working down there. There's got to be a buck. Let's just get in. Let's just get in the action. And 20 yards in, Tom spots a nice buck. Tom? Just staring at me. Yep. It, it was tough to spot because all I could see, I mean, that's antelope's a short animal. Mm-hmm. So I was looking and good thing I stopped when I did because that thing was staring right at me. But it wasn't it, like he didn't spook. He wasn't nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's tough to see him. Like the, the giveaway is there two black pronghorns that mm-hmm. it's actually tough to spot when like you got the dark corn leaves mm-hmm. right next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, uh, I mean the first few hours, not to bore you with details, but I mean, we were after him for at least an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, just close the distance in the corn, bumped some nice white tail bucks actually out of it. And then, um, yeah, noticed he wasn't where he, where we thought he was, and we ended up finding him with like six does. Yeah, and uh, he was rutting. We hadn't. I've never seen like antelope full on rutting, but he's chasing them around like hard, like like a white-tailed deer in November. Yeah, yeah. he was like a yeah, he was like a mature bull controlling his yeah. arm. Yeah, so that was fun to see. Um, but man, yeah, we we. For a while, we thought they were going to come pinch down towards us in the corn, and then a different buck showed up, and we had a standoff with him for a long time because they were going back and forth. They're, like, kind of seeming like they wanted to come our way and then also, like, going carrying back the does, going back that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the bucks, the smaller one, left, and then we were just watching the big one. 
and he eventually just worked the does past us and then into the hills where we couldn't get after him. Yeah, we ran out of time on that one and and cover. But yeah. I was I was going to make a risky move and head down towards fence because you know they're just going to stick to that fence. And mm-hmm. sure enough, that's exactly what they did. But before I could start moving, they popped out and yeah. it was game over. Yeah. And for those of you who aren't familiar with like the antelope hunt, it's all visual, like. They they just they survive on their eyes and their legs. They're mm-hmm. they're fast as heck, and man, if you're like used to like wild. Tur- if you're used to turkey hunting, you're gonna you're gonna do great mm-hmm. um, because you're used to like like having to be careful around that half mile to a mile distance. Yeah, um, but it it it's even more heightened with antelope. For it's sure. insane. Like yeah. I stopped the truck. Thomas was giving me crap today because we found a group on some public. I stopped. They were a mile. They were legit a mile. Mm-hmm. Stared at us and just started hauling. A mile. Like, you can't even park the truck to, like, start your stock. And they're just already just full sprint, like, mm-hmm. away. It's just like, oh, my gosh. I don't Wild. know. Every, every group's different, too. We, mm-hmm. we saw some that didn't care. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It, was, it just depended on the group. Yeah. So, yeah, after that first uh encounter didn't work out we were like let's just go do some driving around and see what things look like it really had to pull you off that spot man well i I don't like to leave leave antelope you know like that buck was still up there on walking like we could have chased him i mean yeah it wasn't thomas and i look at antelope situations on a on a stock ability not sure if that's a word but we look at the we look at the stock ability around that antelope can it be stocked there are some that just you just can't. There's straight up. Like mm-hmm. even if he's on like in the middle smack middle of public, he's B and C, man. They bed down in like grass. Yeah. It's like it's like if you put an antelope that can see things like miles away and he was bedded in the middle of a football field and you're like go kill him. Mhm. Not going to happen. Yeah. Cuz as soon as you step onto the football field, he's done. Um and there's zero. I mean, it's grass. It's grass to like low, low, thin grass to try to stalk through. So, yeah, so we kind of make our decisions based off of that and if it's actually realistic. So we drove around for a few hours, at least. Tom slept for the majority of it, and we, I no. mean, saw goats. I shut my eyes for maybe 10 minutes, 15. All right, 20, 30. Don't make me say 45. It was, it was plenty of time, let's just say that. I, I felt like I was your tour guide. It was a stressful sleep, though, because, like, I knew I shouldn't be. So, I would... See, I'd, I don't know why you get I'd, into that conundrum. Just fall asleep. Well, like, because why of, would... No, you struggled. Because of moments you like You struggled this. for an hour. Because of moments... You of, were dozing off for an because hour. Because of moments why like not? this. Why not? No. Yeah, because... You shouldn't I, be embarrassed. You just need to embrace. I, I get, I'm under verbal abuse from you no. and your wife. No. You need... Maybe for my wife, but not me. You need to embrace reality... And sleep hard for 30 or 40 minutes instead of being in and out of a doze days for an hour. Yeah. You know, you, you should really take that up. You got a point. If anybody follows our stories, you know that I have a little thing going where I post Tom sleeping on our story, but I didn't today. I was, you took I a had pic, several, did you? No, I didn't. I had several I opportunities. Did you videotape me? Nope, I didn't. I really wanted to, but I just thought, <laughs> I want you to enjoy your sleep. I, did, I didn't. I didn't at all. So, I should check, make sure we're not missing our 
No, it's up here. I've been paying attention to science. Oh, you are? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we stopped a couple times, like glass at some antelope. Um, we found a giant. Herd. I mean, we saw like you see a lot by doing yeah. that. Yeah. And it's a good technique. We're not just like wasting time. Yeah. Um. There, I mean, in this area where we're hunting, there were there's pretty good amount of public around. So yeah. it's like you have a decent chance of finding something driving. But yeah, man, that that one group, I mean, twenty or thirty does and not one buck in it. Yeah, um, does and kids. Yep, crazy. We were like, I I drove by that group like four times because I was like just trying to manifest a buck because I'm like, you can't have that you're, many does. Yeah, you're really having a hard time leave. leave. I mean. That's insane for there not to be a single buck in that group. Yeah, maybe maybe some of the youngsters were. Especially when the first antelope we the antelope buck we saw was chasing. Like I thought for sure there'd be something with it's them. Early, yeah. So, uh, yeah. After that, we were like, let's go back to where we were in the morning. So I drove back there, and the actually the good spot where we were in the morning, there the farmer was doing some work with the bobcat yeah, stuff. Yeah, so so we should just uh set the timeline i mean we drove for a couple hours um so at this point when we're when it's we're back it's 11 yeah 11 11 30 um should i eat lunch yeah so the reason we didn't eat lunch is because of what we're getting to right now i uh tom's is still asleep at this point and i am glassing and then i think he wakes up at some point because i think i rolled the window down i'm in and out um and I see some, I see some antelope bucks, way far out. Not, not. I'm not sure if they're bucks, but I saw some. I, see, I saw some antelope, and I was like, man, I know those are on walking, but that is a long ways. Um, they were two miles. Yeah. And and then Tom, he, uh, was like, oh my gosh, there's one right there. And when he said right there, is like half mile three quarters of a mile how far was that that go oh oh no yeah he was half mile yeah so we were like booyah and it was a nice buck so we were like let's let's go so back the truck up back park. the truck up into a good spot and that's an example of i think that antelope was aware of us mm-hmm. at a half mile and he just didn't really care which we'll get to later also so we're like let's go um and we man every year i think we're maturing as hunters but with this hunt, we were like, man, they don't stay in the same spot for a long time. So we're just like, let's go after them fast. Should have yeah. eaten lunch, but whatever. Um, Should have probably grabbed something. Yeah. Um, grab some water, of course, because it's at this point, it's already like 95 degrees, <laughs> four mile an hour wind. So it's basically like a desert and yeah. everything is drier than heck. So we uh, start going after them. Do you want to kind of take the stock from here? Yeah, we had a pretty good uh, pin at where he was at. Right away, we were like, the stockability is very high. Yeah, we liked it a lot. We could get within 100 yards You did say, easily. let's go kill this goat. Yeah. Like like it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we used the corn again to our advantage and um, creep up, probably cut three, 400 yards and creep up to uh, where we think we'll, we might be able to get our first look. Sure enough, we see him. And he's much further to our left than um, how it what than what we see what we thought it was going to be, um, 
but he was still in a good position and it took us about 10 minutes to, to figure out whether he was facing us or facing away and finally um, we could tell that he was facing away which was perfect like we were mm-hmm. almost like we were pretty convinced he was actually facing us yeah there, I don't know for some reason it's kind of tough to tell and we were going to loop around which would have been terrible um, but yep. saw that he was facing away and then you you kept we dropped the packs you kept creeping up with me a little bit mm-hmm. um, you got to the fence which was I mean 100 yards maybe yeah. 120 Probably, yeah a little further than 100 yeah so then I was like you stay here less less dudes less noise everything um, so I got in I took my time he was facing away I had a post to work off of so that was one huge thing I mean he was bedded like five yards from a a, a post mm-hmm. that I could I could like keep aiming towards um, and it was a nice marker was, for him yeah for sure definitely I, I got some pics and video of Tom and it ended up like saving his life like oh for sure dude a little longer it postponed yeah you can get into that but yeah I, yeah so i'm at uh fast forward i i've i've closed the distance i'm at 55 yards from him which wasn't that hard to, i mean yeah you like had to do I, hands I thought, and knees i thought about getting closer but that was i then like if he stood up you're gonna be exposed i was gonna be exposed yeah mm-hmm. so I made a good decision. Mm-hmm. I I waited and I thought about taking the bedded shot. Decided not to. I'm glad I also decided not to do that. Um, antelope, they're just small. I mean, we'll get to it, but like, I mean, smaller than like a mature white-tailed doe for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, like quite a bit smaller. Yeah. So, sure enough, like it doesn't take. I don't know. I, I was probably we were probably sitting there for 10, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. 20 minutes, and I see him start rustling and he pops up. I draw as he's like starting to stand up and then he just stands perfectly broadside. But that dang post is literally like covering his vitals. Yeah. Right. Right on his vitals. Right. Center lane of his vitals. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like I, I'd played that. I was like, come on buddy. One step. I played that. That's all I wanted is one step. I played that scenario in my head. Like that might happen. And he didn't give you the one step. No, he like When he'd like come walking, he'd like face you. Yeah. So be head on. And then he'd like, turn really fast and yeah. go away so like, I, so i was full draw for like a minute and a half i mm-hmm. drop mm-hmm. and he actually comes a little closer so while i dropped i also adjusted my sight five yards closer and that's when i drew and he was slightly he was slightly quartering to me and as i shot he moved like I was hoping to take the stationary shot, but he definitely moved forward a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And um, I made I made a less than ideal shot that hit his back leg. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, if people watch our Instagram store and stuff, they know that I've dedicated my summer to changing my my release. I'm, I'm shooting a resistance a hinge, so like you can't punch a trigger. Like it has to be. Everything felt amazing, but I hit him back, and I, I was really disappointed in that in that shot. So. I could tell he was hurting like really bad after that. Um, so Nate comes and meets me up. We decided we better like, like this guy is not going that far. Mm-hmm. So we you, you uh, made me a sandwich. Yep. Got Went back to the truck. Yep. Got feeling a little better. Um, and just kind of took our time. Um, couldn't see anything like 
in the like in the footage really um but then we started to uh follow him and i found my arrow had some blood on it and then like we were actually i was very pleasantly surprised with the amount of blood we were finding we could yeah. we, we tracked it the whole way yeah we were easily. walking yeah so then sure enough we get to our i don't know we've at this point we probably traveled uh 200 yards mm-hmm and we're, I mean, we're looking, we're looking a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, then I see like his, his, his antlers, right? I don't know. He's 60 yards at that point. He pops up and we get down and, and he's like, once again, he's just hobbling. Like mm-hmm. he, he's like, that's a, in my mind, like I'm disappointed that the shot wasn't great, but like in my mind, I'm also slightly confident because like their biggest assets that they can run far, but this guy mm-hmm. can't. So mm-hmm. like he's, I know he's going to bet up soon again. Mm-hmm. So we, um, let him dip over the hill, follow up. We don't like the last thing we want to do is lose him. Yeah. And like, sure enough, like he makes it another, maybe hundred yards and beds down in a decent spot. Yeah. We out of vision, we, we dipped down. We had a little dam to work by mm-hmm. and realize we weren't sure how far away he was going to be mm-hmm. on the other side. But he was like, I think he was bedded around 80, yeah. 80 to 100. So, and we actually had a different younger buck yeah. come and investigate. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. He was like looking at he the was, buck, like what's going probably, on. I mean, what, how close did he get? He was within 60, 60 of, yeah. of us. Yeah. yeah. So he, he leaves. I make my way around um, because I know like this, this goat is hurting. Mm-hmm. He like, he's not wanting to move. He didn't get up for that buck. So I make it around so that his, he's facing directly away. He can't see me at all. Mm-hmm. I have a decent um, side wind. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure this is my exit. Um, anyway, I strip off the boots because they're a little loud when I'm like within 100 yards. And I close the distance and get to all the way up to 30 yards. Thought about taking a shot earlier because I didn't want him to spook. But, yeah, I, I got all the way up to 30 yards. It was insane. Like, you could tell he was out of it. Yeah. Like, he had his head down like he was sleeping or, like, yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know if he was going to die from yeah. your first he, shot. He, he could have been. Yeah. But, like, very out of it. Like, the footage is insane. It's not – it is, like, not normal antelope footage. Yeah. Because, like, you're, like, walking up to him, like, in grass, like, wild. Nope, that's not your exit. Oh, this is it? Next one. Next one. Yeah, like, you're just walking up to him. Like, he had his head down. I mean, I was, he was still alive. I was 100% alive. I was, like, I was very quiet. Yeah. So, and yeah. Like, you took your boots off and everything. And, you, I mean, you were walking right behind, yeah. like, his body and head. Yeah. I mean, if he would have heard or seen me, he still would have gotten up. Yeah. I, I think. For sure. He was um, still, he still had some underneath him, but. Yeah. But got all the way, all the way into third yards and, and hard, hard punched him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was kind of, like, bittersweet because, like, I have dedicated, like, the last six months to, like, having situations like that not happen and um made a batch out on a south dakota mule deer last year and that just like haunted me like i didn't want anything like that to happen again and for it to happen with this like different release uh, i'm glad i was able to make like an awesome follow-up shot but i don't know i i guess it just means i still have work to do i think with this release it's like products aren't going to change your shot no, no, they're not. But I think I need to be more aware of like how my body's doing. Like yeah. I was, I was extra shaky. It was the first yeah. stock of the year. Yeah. I think I had extra jitters and, and with a resistance release, yeah. like when you're like trying to hold it on the spot as mm-hmm. long as you can, mm-hmm. um, in the end, like it's, it's, it's better habit than like, yeah. um, finger punching yeah. when I'm, I'm like that, you yeah. know? And 
being drawn for like two minutes to like to start it off yeah. isn't ideal either. When I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that just makes things harder, you know. Like, I don't know, that yeah. that definitely changes things. But I'm glad we were able to seal the deal on this. Is my first antelope. Yeah, nice buck. He uh, so when we got uh, we're able to take a look at him. His just like we thought he was injured. His back feet were like. His only one, one of them. One right? foot was tied up really bad, like super maimed, um, like all with like the string wire stuff. Um, he had a huge like compass string hay, hanging off. It's like off. a hay bale, like rope, yeah. like but it's like really, it's like hard yeah. to cut. Like it's and it was like so tight around it that it was like cutting his like hoof off almost. Yeah, like and you could tell that it had been that way for at least a mm-hmm. year. Like it had healed over a little bit. Yeah, and um, then it was also wrapped around his one of his uh what would that be left, left horn yeah left horn and uh, i assume he was like using his horn to try to get it off his hoof or mm. something of the matter and then it also like wrapped around his jaw yeah so like this this pronghorn is not mm-hmm. in a good way it was mm-hmm. like a like when i got there i was like oh my gosh like thank god i i shot this buck because he's just yeah. i mean miserable yeah yeah breaking him down he just was skinny like, yeah, like you, you could see I mean, his hip bones, which is like not a thing. Like, no, animals are like, and their ungulates are like the most healthy they're ever they'll ever be right now. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the fall, um, fat off of the summer. Mm-hmm. Just but skinny. Not this guy. Yeah, yeah. He fit into a Yeti thirty-five. Yeah. Not even boned out. Just like yeah. quartered out back straps. Like, well, I'll be interested to see like how the meat tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, if like I don't know. I, I just I think it'll be fine. Like we like we, I hand, think it'll we handle be normal. It, we handle it well. But like I don't know. He was definitely stressed out. Yeah, and injured. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. We we quartered him out in the field. Um, used some of our new Argali game bags. Wow. I mean, those things are a game changer too. I didn't think you had to have quality game bags. Until I just used those. You liked them? I liked them a lot. Nice. Like, I feel like it actually kept it clean. Yeah. Like, the ones we've used before, I feel like crap can still get in. Yeah. I feel like these are, like, wow, breathable and keeps everything, like, very sealed tight. Yeah. Um, it was a hot one. Like, we were doing, oh, I shot the bucket one. We are cleaning up. We got back to the truck right around two, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, ah, man, it, it was probably topping 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. And you just want to work fast, but no you're, shade. Like also tired. No yeah. shade, yeah sun's beaten down yeah um so awesome awesome hunt i mean to get it done day one um and have extra time for our mule deer hunt didn't even set up camp in south dakota yeah wild so that'll be an episode on uh our youtube next week probably ish yeah so yeah it was awesome yeah so i mean it should be a good episode have Plenty of B-roll, saw mm-hmm. saw some, quite a bit of pronghorn, um, saw a couple other hunters, yep. which we haven't in years past, um, but, but they don't know our spot. Now we're excited to get back to what we love a little bit more. Yep. Yep, so next on the docket, Nebraska muleys. We're going to try to find a buck. What do you think, Tom? We'll be on here in a couple days talking about a big velvet muley that I killed. Dude, if you shoot a buck, then... I'm going to be on cloud nine. Yeah, no, that... It'll take weeks to get me back down to reality. 
Yeah. On these Western trips, like, it's hard. I mean, I bet pronghorn success with the bow is, like, 5%. Yeah. Like, something low. Yeah. Very low. Like, like this trip out west, we have we had an antelope hunt and a mule deer hunt. Like we tried to go fifty percent. We tried to go one for two. Mm-hmm. So we're already we're already there in the first day. So it's like I mean, all right. Just for my season alone, I I hope to kill a Kansas City whitetail plus something else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It's always it's always a success when you can freaking kill something out west. And if we yeah. could if we could capitalize on muleys, I mean, we've been doing it for so many years, having mm-hmm. killed one in Nebraska. So. Mm-hmm. This That'd is the be year, big. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in. As always, if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, email us. Info at identicaldraw.com. Um, we love hearing from you. And, uh, yeah. Tom, Sweet. you got anything else? Any closing thoughts? You got a Euro, you're going to get a Euro mount on that buck? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I think he, uh, he might go in the office. Yeah. I don't know if Teresa would let me. Put I like. Him. I feel like a good antelope euro is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. He actually had a uh, little daggers like yeah. on the inside yeah. of his sheep. Alrighty, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Till next time. Hopefully, it's real soon. We'll see ya. <laughs>